Okay, One, two, we're one. good. Right. Hi, I'm Jed. Hi, I'm Sophie. And we're the Horrorlings. Yay! And today Yay! we are doing the letter B for Babadook. I'm so excited. This is one of my favourites ever. It's always on my list no matter what. I filled out a lot of notes for this, a whole A4 piece <laughs> of paper. So there's a fair bit to get through. I really Don't enjoyed lie, this it's one. not just an A4 piece of paper plus more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> an A4 piece of paper and a quarter. <laughs> um, so my first point on my notes is, yay, Australia. We're doing our first Australian film and we're only up to B. Very exciting. I don't know how many more <laughs> will come, but we've got <laughs> one out of the way. one more. Yeah. <laughs> one more, we'll forget yeah, that, so... Yeah. Pretty much the first thing that Dane said to me as we were watching the Babadook was, it looks like our mum, Jed. It does too. <laughs> I didn't even like our mom. I didn't even pick up on that, but <laughs> yeah, it does. So it's starring Sandra, <laughs> our mum, <laughs> and she's a bit crazy, to be honest. <laughs> so Jed, if you want to jump into what you've written as your first sort of notes, regarding the opening because I don't really have anything more about the opening except that I know we spoke last week about a lot of the intro to Amityville because that was very old school very horror this wasn't didn't have as much to do with that it more jumped into well we don't even really know at this point what it was and we find out a bit later yeah so what I've got written about the opening is that it was a strange opening, but in a good day. And I really liked just all of the lighting and the creaking of the doors, just sort of the little details. It seems like um, we'll get into everything later on, but it seems like throughout the whole film, they just had really good angles and lighting, like the whole vibe of the movie was good. And they set that right up from the start that it was going to be a dark. Yeah. The other thing, um, that I found interesting was when we jumped in and Samuel, the little boy, which I'm very upset because every Samuel I meet who's a child I really like and they're really cute in this Samuel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So he, I love that he loves magic and so I already feel like we're jumping into, like, spirits and creepy things and what's happening with his, like, magic DVD. Yeah. So I really liked that bit, and um, you can go next. Okay. <laughs> it just seems like, now that you've said that Amelia looks like our mum, Samuel doesn't look like me, but I was obsessed with magic as well. You were! I didn't even make that So connection. this is pretty much just a film about me and my mum. <laughs> I hope not, to be honest. <laughs> Okay, no, the next note that I've got down, which I think they got into pretty pretty straight away, they really set the tone straight up. Samuel took a crossbow to school <laughs> and Amelia gets called in. Did you do that? Uh, no, I never did that, but 
<laughs> I would have if I had a crossbow. I think I would have taken it to school. Good. Yes, Sam's a good actor. Who was coming over? I think it was one of Amelia's friends, and Sam says, my dad is in the cemetery. He died driving my mum to have me. No, that was in the shopping centre. Oh, yeah, that was in the shopping centre, and you just said it to an old lady, wasn't it? No, the the other person, like the older lady, like her mum was like, where's your dad? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She thought he was lost. And he said, my dad is in the cemetery. <laughs> he died driving my mum to have me. Yeah, I've got that written down as well. So that's the first we hear. And then the starting, like the intro seems to make a bit more sense. You're like, oh, I'm guessing that's the car crash. He has a bit of Yeah, they sort um, of just PTSD. quickly explained it. The other thing that I had written down is when we go back home after that. Do you know, Did you notice that Amelia kept checking if the door was locked on the basement? Yeah, and the dog was scratching at that door and like that door underneath the stairs that leads down there. The dog kept scratching at it. Did you think that it had a bit of nostalgia about it? Because when Will, what's his name, Bruce Willis in the Sixth Sense kept trying to open the basement door. Is this an ongoing horror theme of try and open the door but it wouldn't? So I had written down, like, is that a meaning behind something? Do we just not know? Maybe there's a horror fan who's like, the meaning behind the basement door is this, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, but or maybe, like they always were, maybe they were just trying to... Oh, it yeah, actually the dog. Did. What was the dog's name? Charlie? Was it just Charlie? Head. I can't remember. I don't have it written oh, down Oh, and I anyway. did realise as well, when we were talking about Amityville, I think we were calling the little girl... Carly or Chelsea, but we called the, her the wrong name. <laughs> so throughout the whole thing. Throughout the whole thing, we called her the incorrect name because I checked afterwards. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I was like, oh, it's wrong. It's not that one. Yeah, I can't remember the name of the dog. Everywhere I've got points written that has the dog, the dog. in it, it just, I've just written the dog. I also loved the, so when we're home and the toothache already is starting, so she checks the basement door and then we've got the toothache yeah. and I'm like, here we go. They really set Some things up things well. Happening. It was just so good. Like even just, I noticed again, because I've watched the movie a lot of times now, but even like that's such a little thing for her to touch her cheek and got, be a bit uncomfortable. You might not pick it up straight away, but you're a bit like, oh, toothache. I think this was the second time I've actually watched it because after that, it just frightened me way too much to watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> I think watched it now maybe seven times that's not that many in the grand scheme of things but about seven I would say I think it's fun as well to take notes on it because you write down things that you just sort of glaze over when you watch it whereas when you're trying to do this and take notes and do that sort of thing even I've written like yay Australian film yeah when you're watching it you're just like yeah although when I first really. watched it you might remember this and I was like are they American people trying to do a British accent? And then we're like, they're Australian. That's what we sound that. like. <laughs> I, was, I said that to what you. They're Australian. Are they trying to do? Yeah. I'm like, what is this accent they're trying to do? It's horrible. Sound American trying to be Australian. It definitely it's seems like a conversation English. we've had. And you're like, they're Australian. <laughs> I did like as well the effect of her sleeping and then waking up, you know, that sort of. The time yeah, the time lapse. Goodbye. Yeah, the time lapse. Yeah, I wrote really down as well. Really hard to film. Yeah, I wrote down as well that I really liked the time lapses. Mm, 
They were really, really good. My next point is the phone being a Blackberry. (laughs) I didn't even write that down. (laughs) I was like, what era are we meant to be in? I didn't, I couldn't really like early 2000s or is that not even a Blackberry? 2010? I don't know. I I was just like a Blackberry. It has buttons. And then we jump to the soup scene with the glass in it. Tell me about it. I've written a lot of other points before that. (laughs) Go. Go to those points. Wait, are you sure the soup scene was that quickly? I've got... (laughs) You tell me what you've got because you have a lot more notes. I've written Don't Let Kids Choose Their Bedtime Book. Have we not been introduced to the book yet? (laughs) Have I missed a page? I've like I've got so much before the glass in the bowl. We can cut this part out, but I've <laughs> literally got about ten lines. Okay, yeah. Tell me the book. Talk about the book, that's a very important part. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> Sam got to choose his bedtime book and I've written Don't Let Kids Choose Their Bedtime Book. And he chooses <laughs> this book called Was it called Mr. Babadook? I think so. I think it was called Mr. Babadook, yeah. Yeah. And I really like the look of the book and just everything about the book. And apparently you can, you can buy it in real life for about $500. Can you? <laughs> yeah, but they're really sort of pricey. It. it would be so cool to have in your little horror collection, though, the yeah. actual Babadook book. So I might have to get one. And then what I've got written as well is about the book, how there was just blank pages at the end of it. There was just a heap of yes. black, blank pages, so that was really <laughs> that good. That was fantastic. I loved that. All right. And then where am I up to now? That I feel like that was in another film as well, that there's blank pages. What's that from? And it's like, what's going to happen? Because there's blank pages. What is that in? It's probably one we'll watch. I can't remember off the top of my head. <laughs> when we watch it, we'll be like, oh, my gosh, it's this one. Yeah. <laughs> so I really liked the book Yeah That was a good I one I liked the book as well And he found it on top of his cupboard Is that right? Or did she put it up there afterwards? I think he just found it And she put it up there afterwards or something oh, okay. But then Sam was just Fixated on the book This whole movie yeah. Anything anything that happened The Babadook did it But we'll get into that later What I've got next is well, there's no dad in it, so to replace the traditional horror movie sex scene, it's just the mum masturbating in bed. <laughs> Ew, and then the tell your sister that. <laughs> and then the jump scare we have coming from that is Sam coming in. Oh, and yeah, and I was just like, Sam, piss off. I really like <laughs> how Sam's weapon is a cricket ball. <laughs> that was you, his weapon of choice. You again. <laughs> to protect Amelia. And what I've got written as well is... I've just written Sam is crazy. <laughs> Sam. Yeah. He's crazy. He's crazy. He's crazy. I'd love to see what he looks like now because he'd be a bit more grown up. Yeah. Maybe he'd be like a teenager now. I don't think so. It's a pretty recent film and he was six in the movie. Oh, maybe. He Is might just racist? be a teenager, I think. Wouldn't it have come out like six years ago? Yeah, but he was six in the movie. That's what I'm saying. I don't think he was six in real life, though. I reckon he was, like, nine. Google it. Pretty sure he was six when the movie was released. 
Do you think a six-year-old could do that? The Babadook came out in 2014, so... Me and Jed both work with kids, so <laughs> now we're having a bet. Because I was reading a bit about it, and they auditioned a heap of eight and nine... I'm probably wrong now that I'm going on this spiel, but I was reading somewhere <laughs> where they auditioned a heap of eight or nine-year-olds, but then six this six-year-old came in, and they were really impressed with him. Well, he's very mature for six to do all that stuff. Well, I've got some facts written down later about that, but we'll get into that. Most six-year-olds can't put the texter lids back on, <laughs> let alone read a script and well, that do is true. fantastic that is true. job. <laughs> okay, so now I'm up to the glass in the bowl. Yes, this was one of my favourite scenes. This was fantastic. This wasn't my favourite scene from the movie, but I really liked it as well. One of my favourite scenes. It's probably not my favourite <laughs> because there's a lot of scenes. But <clears throat> I just loved that she had the glass and he didn't. Yeah, how she only had the glass. But I really like... I don't know their actual names, but Amelia, she's a really good actor as a mum because straight away then she was like, yeah. don't touch your bowl, don't eat it, and like mixed through his as well. That's just really yeah. good acting as a mum because that's what a mum would actually do. Yeah, and sometimes in horror movies we do lose that actual mum bit because in the movie they want things to happen to the yeah everyone. But I thought that was really good as well that she went through his soup, went through her soup, and it was only in her soup, so it seems like she's going freaking mental. Yeah, and then Sam straight away, as soon as she pulled the glass out of her mouth, Sam straight away said, the Babadook did it. Yes, it's so good. <laughs> Every single part of this film is good. Last week, me and Jed just hated on Amityville. And then yeah, this, this time we're like, we love everything that one of that the best happened. we've seen. Yeah. And then I've got written, I don't know if you've got somewhere written. All I've got written is the don't let it in scene is very good. Where Sam is just yes. saying, don't let it in, don't let it in, don't let it in. Over and over. That was so... Everything about this is so scary, but they're not doing cheap scares. Yeah, because what I've got written as well is that they then hear footsteps, but then nothing happens. So they don't just try to set up a jump scare and then scare everyone. And it's not sort of the false thing either where nothing happens for a second and then two seconds later something jumps out. Sometimes you just need to let nothing happen and let everyone if you breathe. Think about it right now in the film, we're all frightened of a book. Yeah. Nothing has actually happened. Nothing has jumped out. No, we've not seen anything. Except for glass in the bowl, but that can easily be. Well, it's supposed to be in both bowls, but so far, nothing extremely bad has happened. Yet we're so scared. We're so scared. Yeah. So frightened. And then I don't know if this was... Of a book. <laughs> I don't know if this was the next scene, but what I've got now is Sam at Ruby's party, that little girl's party. I had before that as well the... We did hear three knocks in the cupboard. Oh, we heard three party. knocks. Yeah, we did hear three knocks in the cupboard and you're like... Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> in the book, isn't there somewhere you'll hear three knocks? Yeah. yeah, and so I know that we do hear that. Yeah. Because in the book as well, it's saying, you know, the more you're scared, the stronger I'll get. So now we're getting a knock. Yeah. So it started off with little things, 
we've got the toothache, we've got the glass in the bowl, which I would say are quite minimal things you could be explained. Now we've heard a knock, we're getting frightened. Yeah, it's starting to ramp, it's starting to ramp up a little bit. Yeah, now let's talk about Ruby's party. So Ruby and Sam are born, is it a week apart, and we always celebrate Sam's birthday on a different day yeah. because the dad died and Amelia can't cope. Yeah. Yeah. So we're in the treehouse. <laughs> <laughs> well, she deserved to get pushed, let's be honest. That was really mean. But I work with kids and kids do tend to say mean things sometimes they don't understand. <laughs> yeah. But she deserved to get pushed. That's <laughs> what I've written down. Well, what did she say? You've got no dad or something. Yeah, so she's come in to tell him that he's got no dad. Yeah, because he's so weird. Yeah. So his dad would rather die than be with him. Yeah, so <laughs> okay, once again, mean. deserve to get pushed. <laughs> and what I've got... To be pushed. What I've got as my favourite part is just the way that they filmed Amelia with all the other mums is just such a good way of filming her. All of the other mums... They sort of divided them into class levels. All of the other mums were on one side of the table and Amelia was at yeah. the other. And it's just like all of those mums that think they're above her are just like taking shots at her. Like it must be so hard. And did you notice as well she's sitting down and all the other mums are standing Yeah. Up. So they've really filmed that in a clever way. And then when the mums are complaining about their lives, one is like, I can't even go to the gym anymore. And Amelia's oh. like, what a tragedy. You can't go to the gym anymore. She said, what a tragedy. Your life must be so hard. Yeah. So I really <laughs> liked so that good. the whole, how it was filmed just as a whole, that scene. All the mums on one side and Amelia on the other. And it's just like they're not interrogating her, but just sort of trying to break her. Even when one of the mums said, oh, I work with disadvantaged women all the time like you don't need to say that to her face and then she and then that mum also said and a lot of them have lost their husband and find it hard and Amelia just sits there and takes it but then the gym was the final straw (laughs) I thought that scene was so well done and as well the other mums are all quite like bronzed and glowing with makeup and Amelia's very pale very Fragile, very... Just... Frail. ...and set up. It was just really good angles the whole time. Just everything about it. you can it. tell as well, Amelia's only there because her sister is running the party and all these mums are her friends. She says more than one time, this is what normal people do, that's why we have to do this. And Now we're coming up after the party, so we've broken Ruby's nose. We're on the way home. Is one of the best scenes in horror, and I'm putting that out there, of Sam looking to the seat next to him saying, get out yep. to an empty seat, and then just screaming. Yeah, that's it's so good. <laughs> it's just, it's so frightening and scary. And still nothing's really happened. Yes. Oh, it's just so good. Because a lot of horror movies these days, you have to see the monster straight away. But this has just been so well done. 
We've not seen anything. He's just... I just love that he says, get out. That to me is just so well done of a little boy. Yeah. Protecting his mum. Yeah. Saying like, get out. Amelia looking in the rear view mirror, screaming. He has his episode. Yes. And it's such... Very good episode. It's such a mum thing. Pulling over, getting him out, yelling for help. Yeah. Because we we do lose that a lot, but she's she is acting like a mum would act. Because back then the BlackBerry probably didn't have reception <laughs> where she was. No, no. So she couldn't call for help. <laughs> well, we know how bad reception is in Australia, anyway. Everyone, I'm sitting in my lounge room right now because just half of my house doesn't get reception. <laughs> That's how good it is over here. And we're in quarantine at the moment. Yeah. And I can't lay in bed and look through TikToks. That's how hard it is. And so Sam's had his fit. Yep. We're at the doctor. Yep. And we've got some sleeping pills. Finally. Yeah. Amelia needs some bloody sleep. Yeah. Everyone needs some bloody sleep. They just, they're so good at acting tired like both sam and amelia <laughs> they're so good just yeah they exhausted. just look like they've had enough my next point was i wrote this down that they hear three knocks at the door yeah. three yes, knocks so three and knocks then the book the is there and the book's on the doorstep and then she burns the book so <laughs> good we have three knocks again and the book is back with the extra pages yeah so, then she burns the book on the barbecue. Hang on. Oh. Oh, yeah. So, we burn the book on the barbecue. Yep. We pull out all the pages and we burn the book. Yeah. Because clearly Amelia has seen horror movies and you burn the book. Yeah. That's what you do. <laughs> exactly what you and do. And then once the book is burnt, we get the phone call. Yeah. I, I wrote on down On the landline. This. Yeah. <laughs> Sort of reminded me of Scream, the way to that be honest, it was done. I have watched Scream one time and I don't remember it. So she was on the phone with her friend and I've just written <laughs> the old horror movie trick. You get off the phone with your friend and then the phone rings again and it's the Babadook. <laughs> <laughs> it is It's It's a very old trick, but... It's just still so frightening. The voice is so yeah, freaking scary. The voice is so good. Just like it's so creaky. Yeah. And that to me as well just shows how much stronger it's getting. So right now it's a creaky, croaky voice. All it can do is knock, but now it can make phone calls. Yeah. it's And tap into the that. The voice it's is so good of the Babadook. The voice is so good. I'm going to Google who played the Babadook. <laughs> And I'm going to get him to call you on your birthday. I've already got who played the Babadook. I've written that down. but I'd, I'm so excited to know. I'd say they do the voice as well, although they could just be doing the movements of the Babadook and someone else does the They voice. could do the voice and they probably do edit the voice a bit because that voice is so freaking scary. Because I've written down some random facts about the Babadook to go through at the end and that's <laughs> one so of the things. I'm so excited. That's so great. Okay, so now... Do your best impression of the Babadook vocal. <laughs> Babadook. Do, do. <gasps> that is so good. <laughs> I've been practicing so it. 
Have you? Yeah. That is so good, Jed. Oh my god, that was. I think I do it pretty well. Everyone who listens to this is going to be like, "That was shit." But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just my impression like, of the Babadook. <laughs> the police station, which is so great. She goes to the police station. <laughs> yes. The pain that I. That's because I feel like the acting is so good. I actually just felt so embarrassed for her. I didn't, like, yeah. laugh at the movie or anything. I, I really felt personally embarrassed yeah. for you her. You felt cringy for her yeah. when, like, you burnt So they the were book. like, well, where's the book? <laughs> and she was like, I burnt it. <laughs> <laughs> so they have nothing like, to go off. No. And her hands are all yeah. black from the soot. So, and she looks over and the police coats are up and they look like the Babadook. That's the thing. The film and was so like, low budget, but the acting was so good. Even when the police were so like, good. even when the police were like, right. <laughs> you burnt. <laughs> you burnt the book, the book where, when it was your only evidence. And then they go, and she goes, oh, and he's been making phone calls. And they're like, and what do the phone calls say? And she's like, nothing. Yeah. So <laughs> I just felt so bad for her. I've written down... A lot of this fills up my page where I just feel so sorry for Amelia. <laughs> for Amelia. Maybe it's because oh, subconsciously she does look like mum and I just feel sorry for <laughs> And our mum would do that. Yeah. Would burn, burn the, the book, book go like, to the police. I burnt it. Yeah, I burnt it. Help me. <laughs> okay, so then we've got what I've got next is they're back at home. Have you got back at yeah, home? Okay. with the dog. I haven't got that, but I've got the hole in the wall with the cockroaches coming out. Are you no, up to that? They, yet? No, before that, an important okay. part is she comes home from the police station and the dog suddenly hates her. Okay, yep. I so didn't write Charlie, that down. Probably should have written that. What down. we're going to call the dog. I can look up the actual. Was Charlie the name of the dog in Amityville? So I'm just thinking, Charlie. Maybe. <laughs> is every dog's name Charlie? Bugsy. Bugsy, that's right. I feel like the dog... Can you look up the dog in Amityville? Was that named Charlie? Probably. If it's not <laughs> it named Charlie, now. then... I don't know where it. I got Charlie from. Um, Can't find the name. Okay, I just pulled Charlie from God knows where. I think it was called Harry. It does look like a Charlie dog because it's a little fluffy white thing. I think that would be named Charlie. But Bugsy suddenly hates Amelia, which I think is an important part because pets always start hating. Well, I did write down that the dog plays a key role in this movie. Yeah, because I think that that really ties back to... Because I feel like a lot of horror movies are just throw away, kill the dog, make everyone feel bad. But the dog actually... Plays a very important yeah. part because it suddenly hates her because when you watch the film, the first few scenes, Bugsy jumps up on Amelia, she cuddles him. Um, Bugsy, and when she comes in this time, the dog is like, fuck you. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. They actually gave the dog a role. <laughs> oh, the dog has a job. Yeah. So near the hole in the wall or not yet? Yep, that's what I have. Okay, noticed. what I've got here, the hole in the wall with the cockroaches coming out, and she's already having the worst day. I feel like every day... She's just having the worst, the worst day. day. Yeah, it's progressively getting worse. So she's just having the worst day, but she's actually. This is where I feel so bad 
and I get really emotional about this and I don't know why I get so emotional about this scene. <laughs> but she's already having a bad day. She's actually put her cleaning clothes on and she's actually trying to clean up. And then the Department of Community Services is at the door when she's actually trying to make an effort. Clean up the house. There's cockroaches. So she lets them in. I think they have to come in. And then the holes no. and then the holes gone and it's just like even though you wanted it to be gone, I wish it was still there for the people to see because she was like, Oh, we've had an infestation of cockroaches and she goes to show them and then it's just not there anymore, so then they would feel like she's just losing it. She's losing it, she's And yeah, I just felt really bad for her in that scene. <laughs> when the Department of Community Services came. That's all I've got written about that, because then I've got something about the next scene. Did the department come because of the school, or did the department come because the doctor was like, I'm not sure this child's safe? Yeah, I have no idea. Maybe when she visited the police and they were like, this woman's oh. crazy? I don't know. Could have been a number probably of Probably all three. No, like, probably should visit. <laughs> yeah. Kids taking a crossbow to school. Getting sleeping pills. Yeah, now you've She's said gone it. To the I do police, feel bad for Amelia in so many scenes that she couldn't even... And she plays a mum so well. She's still doing things that a mum would yeah. do. That's what I mean. That's why you feel so bad for her, because everything is falling apart. And she's still just trying to be a mum. Amelia. <laughs> and then we have the Babadook sided through the window when she's doing the dishes that night at Grace's house and it's yep. so good. We're so frightened of just nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's what I had written down as well. She's watching an old lady through the window and then sees a man her behind is her. Is that the, the scene that lady, you were talking about? Which is our sister's name. Oh, okay. It's all tying yeah. in. It's our story. <laughs> it turns out I'm the Babadook. <laughs> Because I don't have a role yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've got a role. Mum's got a role. Where um, are you? Grace has got a role. Behind Grace. Yeah. So then my next note's about her back at home. Yeah. In bed. Um. She forces Sam to stay up with her. Yeah, so that his sleeping pills work. Yeah. And then what? Because she was sort of saying... Um, you need to stay up for them to work. But was that just... I feel like that might have just been a ploy. Unless it was explained and I just didn't ri- write it down. Explained. She was just scared. I think that he had to stay up so that they yeah, lasted but longer. She... Otherwise, he'd be up earlier. I thought that's what it was. But was she just saying that and wanted Sam to stay up with her because she was scared? I don't know. Oh, I didn't think of it like that. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. Sam's no help. Maybe. Sam is not helpful. Well, Sam's trying to protect her. <laughs> With his little crossbow creation. <laughs> and then we hear something and the door opens. Yeah, you need to explain that. I haven't written that down. Well, this is a really big thing. How have you not written it down? Oh, well, maybe I have. And you just have... All right, you go. <laughs> so this is where we first hear the the cupboard door... I can't remember if it's cupboard door or the her room door creaks open and the we yep. see the Babadook on the roof. Yeah. And then it goes into her mouth. 
Okay, I probably didn't write that down because I'm nearly at the end of this page already, so. <laughs> Hang on, I need to go change phones because my phone's going to die. Yep. Oh, wait, this doesn't have to be on the recording. What doesn't? But was, no, I'm just asking you a question about the actual yeah. scene. Was this when the Babadook was on the yeah. ceiling? Yeah, right. You said on the roof. I was confused. <laughs> no, I meant on the ceiling. Okay, yeah. So it was on the ceiling and then it lunged at her and went in her I mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Earphones now. Can I hear you? Yeah, no, so I have got that where the Babadook was on the ceiling. So just let me know whenever you, you want to record okay. when we're actually back from the break. And we're back. Sophie had to charge her phone and figure out how to use Bluetooth headphones. And here we are. Okay, so the Babadook on the ceiling scene. <laughs> yes. yes, I have got that. Me and that. Jed got very confused because I said on the roof. And Jed's like, I don't remember him yeah, on the so roof. Yeah, so I thought... <laughs> yeah, I didn't remember the Babadook ever getting on the <laughs> Outside roof. Outside on the roof. <laughs> but yes, it was definitely on the ceiling. It was definitely on the ceiling. Yep. <laughs> I've got that written down. Perfect. I'm glad you... Would have made for a good scene, the Babadook on the just roof. Just on the roof, in yeah. the rain. They get home and he's just on the roof, yeah. Oh, there he is. But yeah, so Babadook on the ceiling and then Empty it just neck. takes a lunge at Amelia. Oh, yeah. That's the noise of her. <laughs> yeah. And I thought that was important as well, based on the toothache. So I'm thinking when it wasn't as strong, was it still doing that at night time, going into her mouth and giving her that toothache? Because now the toothache just keeps getting worse and worse. Yeah, I like how they kept with the toothache. They didn't just okay. make it Ow. for nothing. Never returned again. Yeah. Just like Amityville, they how they just it. forgot to put in the timestamps. This film, they didn't forget things. Amityville, <laughs> they were just trying to do too <laughs> much. This film is just, at its core, is a mother and, and a son. And this film as well goes That's so it. correct on a timeline that you don't need timestamps. Whether it's two days, whether it's one day, you don't actually lose that, oh, shit, has it been a month? Yeah, it doesn't matter. And then we've got <laughs> the next day. The most horrific thing that I've ever heard is when they've slept in, so they've finally got some sleep, and yep. Sam's hungry. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and Amelia says, why don't you go and eat shit? And it was just so stressful. <laughs> yeah, she's had enough. That was so <laughs> shocking, and I guess... It goes back to what you were saying on she's such a good mum still is now we're seeing yeah. it all fall apart. She said, go and eat shit to her child. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he was hungry. So go and eat That's shit. That's so stressful, Jed. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm not talking about it. Okay. So then after that, doesn't she apologise? Yeah, she does apologise and I think she does. Make him something to eat and it's not poop. Thank yeah. God, because then it would be a whole different film if it then yeah. went into eating poop. Right. <laughs> well, there is a movie about that, but we might skip it if we haven't got any. If we haven't got anything else, I'm to not hate, doing it. 
we'll see. I'm not watching that film okay. ever again. I've okay. not watched number two. I've not watched any sequels. It is so stressful and horrifying. It changed my life. For worse. Okay. I've watched all Ew. three, but we'll stick what to the Babadook. Got? We'll stick to the Babadook. What have we got for H? I'm going to just look at our notes because I can't cope now. I'm just going to have a look. I won't tell the team, the Horrorlings team, to ruin it. But it won't be that. Oh, I know what we've got. I'll mouth it to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hope you actually understood what that was. But that's yes, a good film. I understand. That was a good one. All Back right. to the Babadook. Right, <laughs> okay. So we've said go and, go and eat shit and then I've got the car crash. Yeah, okay. Because she sees the Babadook in the rear, in the view, rear mirror. view mirror. Classic yeah. horror, just as scary. Looking in the <laughs> rear view mirror. That's my song. Is this going to be a regular occurrence? <laughs> Me singing. You singing? <laughs> okay. Yes. All right, you can sing every podcast, and then if there's ever a monster, I'll do an impression okay. of the monster. <laughs> so get ready. I'm so excited now. <laughs> I just sing the classic horror bits. Yep. That's what I'll do. But even that, to me, <laughs> I remember watching it, and I didn't live at mum and dad's home with you when we watched it, and I drove home that night, and I didn't want to look in the rear view mirror. <laughs> yeah, the film really frightened it's me as so well. It's frightening. And we would have watched this when I was, what, 21? When did it come out? Six I would years have ago, been... yeah, 21. Yeah, so I would have been 17 and it's just... I didn't even want to look in the rearview mirror. I don't want to look in the rearview mirror at the best of times, let alone at night, straight after Babadook. I'm like, I swear to God, if he's in the back, I'm going to just crash this car. Yeah, I couldn't purpose. sleep the night. I couldn't sleep that night. I think because it's so scary and there's so it. much mentally about it you keep thinking about it yeah it's very mental based because there's not that many jump scares or anything it's just sort of it gets in your own head about what is going to happen i have a critique as my next point i don't have a single critique and i've filled up a whole page (laughs) i have a critique and even then it's not okay here we go (laughs) so we know now Amelia has seen the Babadook. The Babadook's getting stronger. We're all frightened. Yep. And then Amelia's going mental. That's pretty much where we're at. Yeah. And Amelia's sitting in the bath with her clothes. I loved how yeah. she was sitting in the bath. It was fucking creepy. And I loved that she was wearing yeah. like burgundy. So the water had yep. a tinge to it. And how she didn't say. What's your critique? Wait. The critique is coming. <laughs> You're like, this just sounds really positive. Because I loved this scene. Oh! I love this scene. I'm very excited. Me and Jed disagree and we've <laughs> not disagreed yet. <laughs> we disagree on A or everything. B. Everything. So, yeah. I did like how she didn't say anything to Sam. She literally just lifted him up and put him in the bath. Nothing is said. Yeah. My, oh my God, did you hate my that? My critique is oh. because she's sitting in the bath. And she's very just like, mm, sitting in the bath. I would have loved yeah. Sam to say something like, mom, it's really cold. I loved oh. it. 
<laughs> but I don't want the bath water just to just be warm or comfortable. No, because it's, it's so good. It's so good because she's like, I need a bath, but she doesn't take her clothes off for it. That's why it's so yeah, I good. Wish Sam had have said, it's really cold or it's Something. freezing. I do agree that the Sam character, he just always says something. Yeah, he always says what he's thinking. But, yeah. And I would have preferred it to be like, Mum, it's really cold in here, or it's boiling hot. Maybe not boiling hot because then you couldn't sit in there. But. Something, something about, about the water, water temperature or just something. I don't want it to just be sitting in the bath comfortable and warm. I want it to be fucking weird. I really and liked the scene here. There was nothing sick. Of the whole film. I really enjoy that scene here. There was just nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot. This is where we would. Pro- uh, we might disagree on a lot of things. Because my favourite thing in horror movies. And a lot of people disagree with me about it. Just pretty much everyone. My favourite thing in horror movies. <laughs> is when nothing happens. <laughs> do you get what I mean? Well, Where you do like jump sta- scares that don't happen. You do like jump scares that never occur. And you do like when you open the door and nothing's... Yeah, yeah and just there's nothing. Where something should have been said or something should have happened and just Doesn't nothing. Happen. That's what I love. <laughs> That's probably why I enjoyed that scene so much. But as well, you love... Sitting in the bath with clothes on with semen. Jed loves a mockumentary as well. Okay, I think I know What's which horror movie you're talking about, about. And he eats the rat at the end. Yeah, Grave, Grave Encounters, one of my favourites. We're not doing that. But, no, <laughs> it's, it's not It's not a great film, and that's why I love it. <laughs> it's the worst, Jed. And Jed's like, I've watched this really no, good horror it's film. So good. It's really good. It's so good. I'm hunting that down to add to my... Not worth thirty dollars. It's not worth ten. I'll admit it's not worth thirty dollars. <laughs> That's why I haven't paid for it yet. If someone would like to send Jed a Blu-ray edition, a Blu-ray copy of Grave Encounters and preferably Grave Encounters Two as well. <laughs> we are so not ever doing that because I'm not watching it ever again. <laughs> Jed, I've watched this really great horror movie. Oh yeah. Oh, we're getting sidetracked <laughs> now, but yeah, I remember. I was like, I've just seen. One of the best horror movies I've ever Me. watched. <laughs> yeah, and you the whole time, just straight face. This is <laughs> shit. Literally, our intro. And me sitting next to you with a big smile on my our face. Our intro of me saying that is the worst thing I've ever seen was about that film. <laughs> Jed, that was <clears> We haven't agreed. We haven't. Yeah. We haven't disagreed for anything yet, but We're it is definitely coming. We're going to very soon. We're very different horror So, watches. yeah, I really liked that. I really liked the bath scene. So, now we have Amelia starting to go real mental. And this is the bit of the film yep. coming up where I got goosebumps and it goes insane. So, with... Sam on the couch and she's visioning him dead and she's got the knife, just like the book. Yeah. This was one of my favourite scenes. That's my noise to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because Sam yes. says, what are you doing? 
Does he say that? I don't know. If he, or does he not he say anything? anything? Does he? But, no, yeah, but she snaps out of it and, and she's, she's just like, standing there in front of the Sam knife. with the knife. Yeah. Just like the book. Yeah. Just like the Mr. Babadook yeah. book said. So she now knows Yeah. it's all going mental. Now, the bit that I'm literally yeah. reading my notes and getting goosebumps about this bit of when she's trying to stay awake, she's so tired, she's watching TV and she sees herself on the news report. Ah! <laughs> I literally have goosebumps right now thinking about it. That bit of her smiling yeah. in the window when they're saying in the news report that, you know, someone a child's been found stabbed, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And she's standing in the window doing that fucking smile perfection. <laughs> I am so yeah. freaking frightened at this point. Maybe because doppelgangers are just freaking scary to start with. And now yeah. she's gone freaking mental. <laughs> she's on the news report smiling. The whole she's film. smiling. It's fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. It's it's very good. Just the whole film building up. Oh. She's going crazy. It's just going crazier and crazier and crazier. And then we go into Amelia's dream state. So she's in that state of when you're awake, but you're asleep, which I thought was really well done that you're like, what, what is going on? And, um, she sees Sam going into the basement and she follows and we see the dad. Yeah, this is what I've got written down. By the way, Dad. And he hot. says. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. All right. So she sees her dead husband, yeah. and he says, "Oscar, we can be together. Husband. You just have to bring me the boy." Yes. 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 Oscar. Yeah. That was good. That was so good. That... You just have to bring me the boy. That's it. It's so freaking creepy. And I think that word as well would go more into Amelia. I reckon she has... It's so well done because in her brain, I reckon she would have thought, please take Sam, not Oscar. Bring me the boy. I'll take the boy and you can have Oscar yeah. back. And she would have considered Yeah. That. Yeah, well, th- this whole time she's just had she's enough, had enough of Sam. Sam. Sam is the worst. <laughs> the worst. So, yeah, that's that was a good scene. Bring me the boy. So then my next scene is about the dog, but you might have yeah, something I before did. that. I'm not sure. Wait. Yeah. I wrote the dog's name as Pascal. It's definitely Okay. I, uh, yeah, I was going to say... It's definitely not Pascal. <laughs> Unless I wrote that about something else. <laughs> no. If they... No, they would not have named it Pascal in the Babadook. Pascal? I don't know why I wrote that, because I've written... Okay, no, I don't know why you've Pascal. got that. Pascal. But I think I meant no. Bugsy. <laughs> right. And this is why we disagree on a lot of things. Literally. You know what it could be? I literally thought in my head, if I get another dog, I'm going to call it Pascal. And now in my notes, I've written, no. 
Pascal. Okay. <laughs> so, did you have anything before the, you know, offing of the dog, or? No. No. So she chases the dog and kills it. And then I thought it was really well done, especially for the budget they were on when she pulled out her own Hang tooth. on, I do have something to say about the dog. Yeah. When she's chasing the dog and we have the camera on her feet, running in bare feet yeah. is so creepy. And the yeah, noise it of is. it and the shot of that, I remember thinking, Ugh. Just the whole movie. The whole Every shot, shot like, was Ugh. very well done. <laughs> yeah. I didn't write that down in my notes, but... It reminded me of when she was running in bare feet and the outfit she was wearing... Was sort of it reminded me of like a hospital gown, and they're in bare feet in a hospital, yeah. and the wood, or whatever the floor's made out of, and that noise. I was like, <laughs> we just watched. So you were gagging at the running in bare feet, and I wrote that I was pretty much not <laughs> gagging, but it made me feel sick. The tooth pulling scene, because they did that they pretty did that well done, but they didn't really the yeah. noises. They were didn't disgusting. actually film it, but yeah, the noises were so good. So disgusting. And our mum's a dental nurse. So, yeah. It's all coming together. <laughs> that after the tooth pulling scene, I've just written, forgot how scary this movie is. I did write as one of my notes. It's so as one scary. of my notes. I did write before. Wow, this film is just so good. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've just written, I forgot how scary this film is. After she's pulled the tooth, yep. things go pear-shaped real quick. I loved, you can do the impression if you want, of Amelia saying, I don't even want to say it, Samuel, to then saying, Samuel. Do you remember this bit? When she's banging on the door? Yeah, I do remember this bit. Samuel. I've got something else to add that we probably should have covered it earlier, but I feel like okay. this is worth noting. I don't know if it was every single time, but um, t- every time she was talking to someone about Samuel, they would call him Sam, and then she would always Ooh. correct them, saying Samuel. I don't know why. So even Robbie said, how is your son Sam going, or something like that. And then she says, Samuel is going good, or yeah. just something like that. She I always corrects his name is Samuel, not Sam. She never explicitly says to someone, his name is Samuel, not Sam. But every time, everyone else is calling him Sam, and then she always has to say, Samuel. I wonder why. That's I just feel like that was worth noting. I'm not sure why either, but it sort of added to the whole mother character. Yeah, of calling him his full name. Where she's sort of saying it from a protective state. You know what would have been cool in that scene then? If the Babadook calls him Sam, and then when she changed back to the mum, she said Samuel. But I do remember the Samuel. (laughs) (laughs) Do the Babadook saying Samuel? Samuel. (laughs) He said it louder than that. You were just doing the Babadook. I can't do it. I don't think you can scream it. No, I can't. That's a very low. So anyway. And then I did love the mum jumping to the door frame and kicking it with her feet. That was freaking creepy and saying, let me in. Yeah, that was good. The jump 
Ooh, it gives me goosebumps. I feel cold. <laughs> of the jump to the door frame. The whole thing is just so well done. And yeah. she starts kicking the door. <laughs> it's so creepy. <laughs> the jump as well was almost slow motion. Yeah, that's, w- that's why I've written Forgot How Scary This Movie Is and then I wrote Dash Amelia. Oh, like the jump and the <laughs> kicking saying let me in, which is obviously written in the book as well, let me in. Yeah. It's just freaking creepy. Then what yeah. we realise as well, what Grace says, so we've had the ho- most horrible night of our lives. Yes. Yeah. This is getting worse. Yeah. And then we go back to the mental, the whole mental part of the film, which is all this shit's happening and we realise it's around Oliver's death. Because it's Sam's yes. birthday. Grace says, I know this time of year is really hard. So now we're seeing, getting a bit more background on what's happening. Does this happen every single year? What is going on? It seems like it's something that happens every single yeah. year. Just by the way that they have set up the movie, it's not like they were happy before this Babadook thing came. Oh, and then when Amelia said to Samuel, I want you to meet your dad. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> no! <laughs> Please, God, no. Um... Did you have anything before we get to the... To Sam unloading his weapons on her? No, I don't have anything before that. Should we get into... Yes, I think we should get into this because this scene is intense. This scene is crazy. What I've got written is Sam unloads his weapons (laughs) on her. Yep. And then he's actually smarter than you'd think because in a lot of horror movies... They just leave them be, but Sam tied her up. Yes, so Sam stabbed her and then trapped her in the basement. Yeah. It's like Home Alone. Like, so smart. Yeah. And um, when she's tied up in the basement, this scene I loved, but I think it's because I loved the scene in the basement of The Conjuring where they're doing the exorcism, and it's very similar. The screaming, it's the mum. Yeah. No one's coping. Goosebumps. Yep. That's what I... I thought that scene, the screaming, her eyes are black. Mm. Yeah. It was... It was a good scene. <laughs> that's what you're saying. Good movie. Well, that's what I've written. Good scene. <laughs> this is where me and Jed are not the same. Jed's like, good scene. I'm like, that was the best. I loved that bit. Well, it's like, I loved the bath. Man. I'm conjuring two. <laughs> I'm conjuring two over conjuring one. So. Yes. We're so excited for next anyway. time. We're up to see. <laughs> so <laughs> Sam gets dragged up the stairs. Yes. Are you up to that yet? Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I didn't like it. That's probably my critique. I'm just really realizing now that's probably my critique. What's that? You didn't like it. I didn't like Sam getting dragged up the stairs. I just thought up until this point it seemed real, but now what's happening? We're just getting oh, into okay. ridiculousness. Or I see. But 
when the mum's tied up and the voice and the black eyes, oh, it's so good. Yeah, that was good. But then Sam gets dragged up the stairs. And I really enjoy paranormal activity and all of that stuff. But this seemed like they were trying to make it real. And it's about two people losing their minds. But then Sam has to get dragged up the stairs. I didn't like that. It didn't... What I think is it didn't fit well. It didn't fit well. Because I guess the whole film is like... Going on in the whole movie. It's all so mental... That it yeah. might have seemed a bit, but see, I loved the slow-mo jump to the door frame. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> and, um... I guess that's all we disagree on this, because I just liked how they were making it all seem so real, but then Sam getting dragged up the stairs, I was a bit like, come on. Bit too much. There could have been something better. Um, but that's So, it. once we spewed it out, the black... Yeah. I think we're going with it's out. It's out of her. Yeah. And yep. then... Um, <clears throat> I took the... The Babadook... Yeah, go. Yeah, go. go. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so the Babadook falls and she touches it and it runs back under the stairs. Yes. You got that. So... I thought that was interesting because it's sort of them taking ownership over it now and it fitted in with the yes, ending one. Yes, so I took that as well of... Now what she's done is she's coping with the death of the dad, which she's never done. So now it seems smaller. Yeah. So that bit of the film I thought was really good because the Babadook was this big, scary, horrible, massive thing, which in the grand scheme of things, I took as the dad's death is a big, massive, scary thing. Let's not deal with it. Now we're dealing with it. It's a little... Well, yeah, the whole thing is that the Babadook started off as just a book and then it kept getting bigger and bigger and then she's finally started to cope cope with with death. Yeah. Yeah. And then I wrote as this, (laughs) as my next point, get that mama strength, Amelia, you got this. (laughs) I don't know, I just started I didn't write that down. I like... (laughs) I liked how they filmed it when the Babadook runs away. I like how they filmed it from the Babadook's point of view, just running down the stairs, going back yeah. under. It sort of added value to now the Babadook is scared of that them. That was great. When she started screaming at the Babadook, yeah. oh, my God. It was just – it was symbolising taking ownership. Yes. And that's what I mean about – Getting back to Sam getting dragged up the stairs, it didn't need to happen because yeah. this whole Babadook thing it should have been them just losing their minds. The door frame kind of fits in because she's lost yeah. it. But Sam getting dragged up the stairs you by think nothing. It just went a bit too. Is... Maybe that has symbolism of something. Well, it probably does. But of being dragged I don't up. know. I feel like them taking ownership over the Babadook was yeah, good. Yeah, when she screamed. At the Babadook. That was the mama's strength. Very good. Oh, another thing that I forgot to say. When she was starting losing her mind, remember when he wet wet his pants? And she's like, you little pig. I don't remember that. Six Oh, yeah. Yeah, because when I was Googling it, um, this is funny. I Googled, like, the Babadook fact, and it comes up. Comes up with a parent's guide, 
should you let your kid watch the Babadook? Oh my god, no way! And it has the list. No, you should definitely not let your kid. That was the conclusion okay. of the. I don't know why they need to write it up. But the they had a list of exactly the profanity used in the movie. So, get yep. ready. It has two uses of fuck, two uses of shit, one use of bitch, one use of damn, around three uses of bloody, and then one use of little pig. <laughs> I don't remember it either, but that's what it says on here. Oh, no, actually, but, doesn't she? When she's holding him, yeah. she says, get the fuck out of my house. Isn't that what she says? Uh, probably. But, yeah, I remember you little pig when he... Samuel. Yeah, that was... I would have pissed my fucking pants as well. I would have done more. I wouldn't have even let so, Amelia survive. I'd be like, I've stabbed you to death, sorry. Now the whole have you got anything else um, before the actual well, ending? Well, no. Now I'm just going into the, the, um, the conclusion of it all and what I thought. Okay, I've got some points on the. Okay, let me start with my conclusion. Not many. But. Um, I wrote at the end. I loved the daytime, which you hate, because I loved when it went to daytime. Yeah. In Amityville, and you're like, no. Um, I loved that we were daytime and everyone's happy and I took away from this that nothing is as scary as the nightmare that she has already lived. So the Babadook's just a little bitch. Yeah. Yep. That's nothing. A lot of other reviews of this movie as well is that it's a, it's a movie about coping and yeah. overcoming. Yeah. Then I had that they're celebrating. Do you want to go into your conclusion? But then I have the celebrating on the real birthday. Yeah, so what I've written is that they're now keeping the Babadook as pet. And I said, it has a good ending, and I feel like I really needed a good ending to this movie. I love horror movies that just leave you feeling empty, but this one I was just like, please just let them be happy. Yes, (laughs) I know, because we love Amelia. And I wrote about the worm feeding Um, is... And this went back to as well when the Babadook went really small and issues and mental things like that, grief, and they're always there but only as big and as scary as you want them to be. So she's feeding it worms, she's keeping it there. And so that to me was like I'm still feeding, I'm still feeding that this happened and I'm still feeding that. Yeah, it hasn't completely gone away, away, but she's dealing but with it now. But now a little pet and she goes in there and, you know, when it screams at her and she's like, oh, it's not having a good day. Because you're going to have those crappy yeah. days where the Babadook is horrible. Yeah, it's, that was a really and, good ending. But then you have those good days and they're um, celebrating Sam's birthday on the real day and the social workers are back and they're starting to see the positives in Sam speaking his mind and he's got his little magic. Yeah, it was... It was a great it ending. Was so good, and I loved the whole behind it. You leave the movie being like, "Oh my gosh, was that all in her mind? What?" Yeah, that's the whole dragging up the stairs thing again. That's why I didn't. Yeah, I get because it seemed all in her mind up until I that point. I get that now. Maybe that was just one thing that could have been. 
left out, but the movie was yeah. so good. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed that movie. It was, yeah, I think my second time watching it because it freaked me out so much it's the first time. so frightening. And I think because it is that mental thing behind it. Yeah. Because when you watch things like The Conjuring. I love a good psychological. And it's the mum and she's being possessed. But almost this mum is not being possessed. This mum is letting grief and those things take over her mind. So yeah. it's not really like yeah. a possession. It's more like a coping. Does that sound Yeah, good? it was a lot of, a lot of, if not the whole thing was yeah. mental. I think that was their intention that the whole thing was mentally dealing with things because obviously this wouldn't happen in real life, like all of this ridiculous stuff. But it it is, at the end of the day, a single mother trying to get over the death of her husband and dealing with a difficult yes, kid. a child who's just That's what's so happened, and she's just lost it. Difficult. Yeah. Okay. I am so excited. Hit me with your facts. <laughs> I All bloody right, love so facts. <laughs> I just... I just Googled some facts about the Babadook because I thought that would be interesting. So they had a budget of approximately $2 million US. So not too much to make a movie. And a lot of it was funded from Kickstarter. Ah. They, yeah, just tried to fund their on their own, basically. And it made... It made a box office of around 7.4 to 10 million of people going to watch it, but it's not bad for a 2 million. But I I think this is where, yeah, this is where the fact gets interesting. It only made, this is an Australian film, and it only made 235,000 in the whole of Australia. No Australians watched it. It came to the cinema. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember it coming to the I cinema either, but maybe that's just what everyone it. said. I didn't see. Because <laughs> I feel like I would have gone to watch it because it, the previews are so good for it, but I only watched it, what, on Netflix? Yeah, so it did really badly in Australia. Oh, so maybe it was more to, what, American, do you think? Yeah, America made the bulk of its profit, and then Spain Oh, as Spain's well. just getting on the Babadook train. So, I don't know. And then my next fact... So this was getting to what you said earlier about Sam pretty mature for a six-year-old kid having to film a lot of yeah. this. In a lot of the scenes where it's those reverse shots and you only see Amelia yelling at yeah. him, he was not oh, in the room. <laughs> because they wanted to protect him so much. They, The actress who played Amelia said, I don't want to ruin his childhood, so any time he doesn't have to be in the room with me yelling at him. Oh, we'll just probably. Get him out. She probably didn't say so, you little pig or eat shit. <laughs> yeah, so during those scenes, she was yelling. <laughs> this is funny. She was yell- There would be an adult who would stand on their knees in front of her and she would yell at that person, <laughs> pretending it was That Sam. just shows great acting. Because imagine an yeah. adult sitting on their knees in front of you and you have to be so in your character... To be yelling at Sam. Yeah, to actually still play Amelia yelling at Sam. I love her. And then I've got two more facts. William Friedkin, the director of The Exorcist, said that it was the most horrifying film he's ever seen. 
So that's pretty good pe- praise wow. for the Babadook to get that from the director of The Exorcist. Wow. I'm so impressed. And then I'll I'll finish on the person who played the Babadook. So William Freaking gave it a lot of praise. That's pretty good praise from yeah, the director wow. of The Exorcist to give the Babadook an Australian film yeah. saying that it's horrifying. So Tim Purcell, that's his name, he played the Babadook, right? Yeah. <laughs> he was working in the art department of that movie and to save a bit of money, <laughs> he was playing the Babadook when they were sort of doing tests and rehearsals. Oh. And so to save a bit of money, they just thought he could play it. So one of the people who did like art for the movie and stuff ended up playing the Babadook to save a bit That's of money. Amazing. And a lot of of his instructions in scenes <laughs> were to stand still. <laughs> Okay, yeah, you probably don't need to pay a really... Because <laughs> a lot of that movie, the Babadook is just standing there, and isn't it? And sometimes it's not even the Babadook, it's just so a character. So instead of getting an actor... Yeah, instead of getting an actor, they just got him to dress up and stand still. That was his instructions. Cue Babadook standing still. <laughs> yeah. So what is your... So that's all of the facts I've got. What is your conclusion of this film? Because I just... Love, love, loved it. I loved your facts at the end. I love to stand still. <laughs> Everything I hear about this film, I just love more. I love that the exorcist director thought it was horrifying. I loved every single scene, even though I had a few little critiques in there about little things that I wish had happened. But it's just so good. And I think every time you watch it, you get a new little... Oh, that's psychological. That's not even happening. You know, I think that when I watched it the first few times, you know, you you see it, but you don't pick up on little cues such as, you know, when you're in that dream state where you're awake but you're asleep, and she's in that a lot of the time because she's exhausted. And we do see it from her perspective a lot. It's a really well put together movie for what they had. It's so good. It's so good. It's a very good movie. So my conclusion on it is that I love horror movies that just finish with no happiness whatsoever. But this just seemed like I just wanted them you to be happy. You just want them to be happy because you just love them so much. And Amelia at the end is starting to look a lot better, healthier, glowing. Yeah. it's It, it was so well put together beginning to end. I wonder who wrote it. Yeah, I didn't have that written down. I also had written down as a side note that the composer, so the person who did like the music and stuff, his name was Jed. (laughs) I always just write stuff like that down because it's not the most common name, (laughs) so I wrote that down as well. (laughs) That's very interesting. No one is named Jed. Okay, there's a few, but not many people. (laughs) So, yeah, my conclusion was I'll definitely watch it again, but at the time when we got it, and we had it on... I think you might have got it from Video Easy or something. No, you? it wasn't that late. No? I think we, we had it on DVD. It was definitely on DVD. Yeah. Oh. Because I've got a copy of it on DVD. <laughs> and I, this is the most ridiculous thing. Remember, I'm 17 at the time, so you're not young enough where this thing should scare me so yeah. much. I didn't want the DVD <laughs> in the same room as me at night. <laughs> Oh, my God, Jed. 
<laughs> I know. Like, it will just start creating new scenes. Well, it was like the book, I guess. The book freaked me the out. The book is so freaky. So, maybe the DVD has powers I of I want the you book. to get that know. book for your horror collection. Yeah, I'll have to have a look. I googled it and it came up with that ones that are signed by the director go for $500, but I'm not even sure if any aren't signed. Yeah. So I'll have to have a look. We need one. But yeah, very good movie. Donate to our Patreon so we can get Jed the book. <laughs> we just need 500 yeah. people to give a dollar. <laughs> and Grave Encounters on Blu-ray. <laughs> I hope someone can just gift that to you because I'm not buying that. <laughs> But do you want to talk about what we're doing next time? I'm so excited. I'm This is so well, it's gonna be our first disagreement excited. just for the way that we we're setting it up. So we're going to do C okay, so, we're up to C already. No. So I'm going to be watching The Conjuring Two and Sophie is going to be watching The Conjuring One because I think <laughs> The Conjuring Two is better than the first. Way no better. Way. Conjuring One, great movie, and then Conjuring Two just Everything that they did right in the movie, plus You better. know that a lot of people have told me that? That a lot of people are like, no, Conjuring 2 is way better. I was so yeah. freaking frightened of The Conjuring 1. And then when The Conjuring 2 came out, I remember watching it like... <sighs> okay, well, we'll get into this more <laughs> on the next podcast because I don't want to get into the full-on argument now. That's going so to happen. So we're going to have a little bit of Conjuring 1 versus Conjuring 2 next time. I might watch Conjuring 2 as well just so I know what you're talking about because I've only ever watched it once because I thought it wasn't very yeah. good. But... Okay, we'll get into that. <laughs> Jed is so done with me already. <laughs> Saying that it's so bad. Okay, we'll talk about it next time. Right. But I'm so excited. Thanks for listening to The Babadook. Go and watch it if you haven't watched it Thank yet. Thank you for listening. Yeah, you definitely need to watch this movie. And you don't need to watch Amityville that much, okay? <laughs> no, so that's what we've done so far. Thanks for listening, Thanks, guys. guys. Bye.